why and what is so useful about utilizing the one thing that everybody fights over, which is the Benmo, Benmo for business. I wanted to really talk about this today because I get that question a lot. And also I want to give my input on it, like how it's been helpful for my business, why I utilize it, what's the pros and the cons behind it. And as always, take what resonates, leave the rest behind. Benmo is something that I love using. I utilize the option of business. And I use Benmo for business because number one, I like to report every single dollar that comes in through my business. I want to be able to afford buying a home or buying an investment property based on the income that I'm actually earning. So I don't lie, I don't try to go under the table about how much income I make, about you know everything I do. Yes, does, does it feel nice to pay at the end of the year taxes? Um, no, but actually it kind of does because at least I know that I'm being honest about it. I know that, you know, I can be able to afford things that I'm able to within my income rather than trying to buy, um, a house or trying to buy a, a something that I need for like my business or trying to invest in a property and not qualifying because I've been hiding and lying about how much income I truly make doing it under the table. I do not like to mess with IRS. I like two things I don't like messing with, and that is with other people's emotions and money and IRS. <laughs> so I do not mess with the IRS on that part. So this is why I like biz Benmo for business. Number one, your clients are the ones who really should be, we should be listening to our clients, okay? And most of my clients have Benmo. They love utilizing Venmo. Um, most of them don't carry cash on them. I am a type of person that I don't really carry cash. Like I use my debit card almost for everything or Venmo. And my clients tend to be the same. And because they were kept asking, hey, do you have Venmo? Do you have Venmo? Do you have Venmo? And Venmo came up with Venmo for business. I was like, yeah, I'm going to utilize Venmo for business. And it's easy because they're able to leave me a tip. So rather than, for example, let's say somebody's going to your business to do a service and they don't have cash on them. They can be like, hey, can I just Venmo you a tip? Of course they can. Um, rather than you losing out on a tip or maybe losing out on an additional service in your business because they don't have the cash on hand for you. So that's one of the pro tips. That's why I utilize it. Number two, I love that they have low interest rates and this is why I mean by it. So I use Glow, Glow, Gloss Genius for my um, business reminders and some of my marketing for my clients. And I really like it, but I just really hate that's a 2.6% interest rate on every credit card transaction that goes through it, which is not cool. 2.6% um, might not matter to you right now when it's only like a $100, $200 service. But when you get to the $500, $1,000, 2000 $3,000 plus services, um, it is going to matter. And that happens a lot when you do like on location services, like weddings, special events, like whether it's makeup or hair, that money adds up quick um it ain't no longer just like 10 20 50 dollars it's like when you see like 80 bucks 100 and something dollars coming out you're like ouch um so i really like that benmo has honestly like a lower interest rate it's 1.9 percent of the total amount that people pay on there plus 10 cents which is really minimal um it's only a couple cents when it's a hundred dollars um, it's only a couple like of dollars when it's a couple hundreds of dollars. So I really like utilizing a part of the business. It's like we are going to have to pay for our rates. 
And I know this is very controversial because I know there are many salons and businesses that charge their clients the 3% interest or 2.6 interest that they have to pay to the credit card companies. And I do, this is why I don't do it. Number one, I hate it when people do that to me. How many times have I gone to like a um, local you know, farmer's market? They're like, yeah, well, if you utilize this, then I'm going to have to charge you an additional like... Um, like two or three percent fee for utilizing a card I'm like okay um i've gone to gas stations where they're like okay well if you utilize your credit card it's an additional whatever percent or whatever amount or 30 cents i'm like okay now 30 cents ain't nothing but i want you like we're out of our business hat we're into the consumer hat for me, it's like the cost of doing business. Like if you utilize, if you decide that you have a business, you have cost of doing business. That should be included in your services and pricing. And I don't think it's fair that I have to pay for your price of doing your cost of doing business. Um, so I rather not know about it, or rather like you should include it in your pricing if that's something that you want. But um, it has rubbed clients the wrong way. I used to do because I was like, oh, you should just charge your clients for the interest rate that they charge you when they use credit cards. They did not like it. They were not happy about it. Um, they let me know about it. We had conversations about it. It affected my tipping. Um, and, you know, some, not all my clients tip, and I don't care. Like, tipping is not mandatory. It's always appreciated and so, so much gratitude for all those that tip. But it's not something that I am, like, I obligate anybody to do within my business, to do business with me. So it was just really helpful to also get their input and insight on that. And then once it started happening to me, right, to like go buy services or buy things, like whether it was at farmer markets or at stores or at gas stations, I started seeing my consumer side of things where I'm like, wow, like I get it. Like it is, I feel like it is that business's cost of doing business. So they should have pricing that reflects that rather than telling me, hey, this additional charge, so this is how much I'm going to pay. Um... And also with like the Benmo thing, I know it's very controversial. Some people hate it and like it. I really like that they report. Is the people are like, oh my gosh, yeah, but they report and tell and say how much like you money you made. Yeah, they should. Um, I think part of being in business and part of being business owners is I live in California. Our interest rate uh, for self-employed sucks. Okay, it's really high, and I understand that we're trying to watch our money and everything, but cost of doing business is the cost of doing business so your pricing should consider that um, when you have pricing it's not only about the product and your time that you're utilizing to do that it's not also just about the rent is think about it what's your daily rental like fee for doing cost of doing business you know for every foil that you use for the gloves that you use for the booking system that you utilize every month um for all the systems behind the scenes that you need to run your business whether it's a credit card or for me like i have venmo for mine um all those things are factors that you should really factor in and the cash only thing for me i really don't like it um i really like to give my clients options um i know a lot of clients also like you know there's like sell and there's different things that people like to use there's checks i've clients i have clients that pay with checks and there's never been a problem i never had a check bounce on me or anything like that um also like taking deposits right so i take deposits in my business um it's just part of doing business with me and it just keeps the relationship you know like builds it up from the beginning we have boundaries and communication and so 
you know, with Venmo and utilizing Venmo with my business is why would I do it is because my clients utilize it. They love it. And I'm trying to ease and facilitate doing business with me as business owners. Like part of our job is also facilitating how they do business with us and making it easier, not harder to do business with us. Um, so that would be something that you should like maybe consider, like how can I make doing business with me, paying me easier on my client? Many of them don't bring their, their purses with them. Sometimes they just have their phone. Um, there's Apple Pay. There's different things, you know, and I just think we need to start also as, as small business owners and just as the digital economy is changing, also be able to update our systems where it's really beneficial for our clients. Now, um, so that's behind the why. So what are the benefits of using Venmo for your business? Um, number one, everybody almost uses Venmo. So it's super easy to transact. Um, I feel like they're able to like spend more um, because it's easy, right? Like, for example, I have clients that they love getting their products delivered to their home, um, which is a service that I provide. So they'll be like, okay, I need this amount of products or hair, you know, like shampoo, conditioner and all these treatments or whatever it is. I'm like, okay. So they'll be able to pay me right there. They can Venmo me. Um, they'll Venmo me tips. Like we're able to communicate through Venmo. I'm able to interact. It's not just them giving me money. It's also like a thank you. Like there's an exchange of value and a communication through the transaction, which for me, I really love. And it makes it more like more, um, connection based. It's not just like, Oh, here's your service. Here's your money. Get out. You know, it's like, Hey, you know, I'm able to put comments on there. Right. So with Venmo, you'll put little hearts and likes and put little comments. You can make it private. So people don't know who's paying you, which I like to do private. It's just something I prefer to do, but it's just really a lot of fun. Um, also like what are some benefits of using Venmo? Utilize it as a website. Okay. So this is a hot tip. So if you're distracted, come back because we're about to end the episode and this is going to be a hot, hot tip. So I could keep this to myself and not share with you, but because I'm nice, I'm going to share with you. So if you're at Celeste Stylist on Instagram, if you follow me on there, you'll see that I put up my Venmo profile. On my Venmo profile, you can see services I've done, like hair styling I've done before, which is why I get booked out a lot for. Um, it's one of my top like two services, so I have that on there. I have pictures of my unit, of you know how it looks like inside, how I look like, what it looks, you know, like my personality, all that because it's a business profile, so you utilize it as such. So be creative, like as always, like take your business tools and level it up to the next level. How are you gonna be different? How are you gonna stand out from the rest, right? And that's something that I love utilizing with my Benmo. So if you haven't done that with your Benmo, like utilize it as your storefront. As business owners, now in the digital economy, everybody's going, whether it's Google reviews or whether it's Yelp or whether it's, you know, like your website or it's if it's on Instagram, if it's on YouTube, it's if it's a TikTok. We are such visual people, right? And you never know how you can like, somebody comes across your profile and maybe the difference may be between your pictures, maybe how you present yourself, how efficient you are with your communication. And to end this episode with Venmo, I just wanted to say that it's, I'm not telling you to go do Venmo and add something else to your business. I'm just sharing why I utilize it and what has been so beneficial about it. But most importantly as well, I did want to share that um, clients now more than ever, they're asking for communication. Um, being a part of the bridal industry, which I'm diving into more deeply now, um, it has been really amazing and eye-opening to me, like the amount of how much communication can 
it means the world to your clients. Um, sometimes we think that it's taking that next balayage class or taking that next hot trend that's going on in the industry or utilizing that new hot uh, software that everybody's using the saying that we have to do as well or doing those reels or doing those short videos. But it's really about communication. It's really about connection building. And now more than ever, like if you're able to respond in a fast, timely manner with your boundaries, I have boundaries. Um, your clients will still be there. There's people looking for business. There's people out there looking for business. There's people out there looking for professionals like you. And one of the biggest pieces of advice I can tell you is just be really open with your communication. Um, being in business, we're in the people to people business. We're all humans. We have feelings. We have needs. And part of doing business, yes, there's a cost to doing business, but also like make it an easy transaction to say, yes, I want to work with you. Or like, wow, that was so easy. I want to continue working with you. And um, just talking to like, just giving you like a little deep inside, because I've been seeing this, is a lot of like the problems that have happened is with lack of communication. Um, just be very responsive to your clients. Let them know, like set up automated systems where they know, hey, like even a reminder, like three days before their hair appointment or like, you know, special event, it just puts them at ease. Like, okay, she's on top of it. She knows like, She's going to be there and she's going to be there for me and they can start planning their days ahead. Um, so that's one of the key parts of communication. So utilize that with your booking system, right? Um, and the other part of it also is with, in regards to, I know like the pricing right now and the inflation is like real. Um, I just went to go buy color and it's almost at $10. It's the color that I used to pay $6 for. Um, that's a big ass jump. So I feel all of my hair colorists out there and beauty pros buying things. I know some things have not gone up, but like color is one of those that have really, I've seen the inflation on communicate with your clients so i happened to talk to somebody yesterday and um so i wanted to share you her story i will not use her name just for protection you know purposes and this is not about bashing anybody this is a really good example for us to really it helped even me to think about things how are they changing so she went to her colorist and she usually gets a full blonde um, but it was like getting too expensive because it was like over $500 every time she went to do her full blonde. Um, so she was doing it herself. And then, um, so she had to do a color correction, right? And, um, the, so she got her color correction and when she went up to pay, it was over $500. She was not expecting the $500. And this is the part, um, and we'll go over the whole scenario, but let me tell you the whole story. What happened? She gave her her tip. It was over 500 bucks. Then um, she went back and she's like, hey, you know, like my budget has changed. I don't have as much money as I used to. So can we do it less? So she's like, okay, yeah, we can just do, it'll be 125 and I'll just do like your crown. Like, okay, cool. And so she didn't know what the crown meant. She thought the crown meant like all of this. Okay. Um, and she got it done and she real, and then she realized it was only this that she paid for it and she left and everything and she's really unhappy and she has to understand like why couldn't the stylist tell her to come in more often um or like you know offer different things where she's like i would be willing to come every like six weeks if it costs less and i had to come more often to do one big chunk of money you know all the time and you know and she thought she was getting a service that was going to have good grow out and that wasn't the case because it was highlights and all this stuff 
Now, so what can we take from this example that I took that I want to share with you today as we're talking about Venmo and easing our client interaction with us in communication? It's so important that we realize that our clients are not beauty professionals. Um, and they need to be educated and that's our job. Um, I cannot assume my clients knows what crown is. Like I did a, and if you're watching this video, I can see like a crown looks like this, right? So you're putting a crown on your head. That's the crown. That would be the crown area for me would be right here. If you explain that to your client and that's what a crown area is and it costs X amount of dollars, they'll be able to tell you, oh no, like I don't want to do that. Or can you add some more around my, also around here, which we know is face framing, right? Can you add some more around here too? Or you know what, just do the whole thing. You can educate them, then they can make the best decision for the look of their hair that they want. They may be even willing to spend more with you, but they need to understand what's going on. Also, part number two of this one, what if you offer instead of like doing like a full, you can do a full one time, right? She had already done her full service. Maybe this time you do a partial. Yeah, it'll be a couple hundred dollars, but not as much as 500 and she could come over more often right um and that is the part where like we as hairstylists as beauty pros we really need to educate our clients they don't know what they don't know and we can't just assume that they know what we mean when we say the crown face framing or just the front or just like you know retouching the front or just behind the ears forward like even though it sounds like that makes sense. It's really important to be visual. Explain. I always love explaining my clients. Even when I cut their hair, right? So I'll put it, okay, I'm going to cut out this much, right? Oh, no, that's too much. Or I'll use, like, if I have my um my comb. I use my comb and I'm like, okay, so this is how much I'm going to cut out. Oh, no, less than that, like that much. Okay, so I use my comb as our ruler to, you know, guide them through their hair, how much we're going to cut off. Uh, when I do hair color, okay, I just want the front pieces lighter than the rest. We talk about what I see in the color versus what they see. I may see more warms and browns. They may be thinking that that's like a honey color. So it's so important because our words and what we see as color is so different and it varies human to human, right? Um, that we really communicate. And I think now more than ever, let's just communicate why we used it. So that's why you, you wanted to do this podcast episode on why I use <laughs> Venmo business for my business. Um, low interest rate. It's like easy for my clients. It's accessible for them. I'm doing business transactions easy for them. That's how they like to do business. I report all of my income. So it doesn't matter what I utilize. It just makes sense to me. And lastly, do always what's best for you. But always consider and be open-minded to what our clients say. Um, I think part of being in business is something that has really helped me this past years that I've been open and also working behind the scenes before I came into the beauty industry. Being a part of the insurance industry was listening to your clients. I dealt with clients that most of the time, right, if I tell you, hey, you could call your insurance company, you're probably calling them because there was a claim, somebody hit your car or something bad happened, right? And you need help like ASAP and you're probably all flustered. So that's the type of clientele I dealt with before I came into the beauty industry. And one of the biggest pieces of advice that I've learned and that helped me to be able to be successful in that industry was really to be able to be a listener. We should be listening more and our clients should be talking way more than we are. We should be really there to really understand and ask questions like, why do you feel that way? Or what is that gonna, 
what do you think that will help you accomplish right so if you only do like the little like the the 125 service right if this is what a crown means to you which varies to everybody you know because a crown for me would be like this you know so which is way more coverage so that's what i mean so if they only pay 125 like do they understand what that means for them? Do they understand what that's going to give them? And is that really what they want to achieve? And that's where the part of communication and always having a consultation with your client is so important. Because even though I do all my clients, um, they do balayages with me or they do haircuts or trims with me. It's communication is key. I have clients that are getting married in a couple of months. I have clients that just got married, so we couldn't cut that much hair off. I have clients right now who, you know, want to do different transitions and change up their hair. And just to really end this episode and bring it all in and tie it all in, I want to share with you a story. So... I was at the salon and one of my clients wanted bangs. She wanted curtain bangs. And just knowing how she styles her hair and, you know, in the videos she does and everything, her personality, I'm like, I don't really think she knows what curtain bangs is. So instead of just chopping her hair bangs on her, I'm like, hey, so can you show me what curtain bangs mean to you? She's like, oh, I don't have my phone. I'm like, oh, it's okay. So I go on and I put, you know, curtain bangs and I bring up all the curtain bangs. And I'm like, tell me what you see. And then, um, you know, she's like, mm, no, no. And I'm like, okay, so you want bangs like this? And it was literally curtain bangs that went down like this. She's like, oh, no, I do not want that. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so, and then she's, we look through the pictures, and she sees this picture where the hair has the first um, layer starts here, and then it goes down. And it's just like, it has really like the fine layer here, and then it just like blends into the rest. Whoops. And that's what curtain bangs meant for her. So we did that and she was really happy. And she's like, thank you so much for explaining it to me because I thought curtain bangs was that. And clearly that's not. I'm like, no, honey, that's like more like face framing, but you want it higher up. So when you curl it, it does that really swoopy effect that you want from the front. And she's like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted. So we did it and she was happy. Moral of the story is always have a consultation with your clients. You know your clients really really well you are the professional so make sure you both are on the same page and don't be afraid to ask questions i've had this client for almost three years she's been coming to me um and even to this day like that's an example that we dealt with in a salon I still have an open communication with her. I don't assume just because I'm the professional and I'm licensed and I've known her for three years that I know exactly what she wants that day. I don't just assume and chop it and do it. I always do part of consultation. That may not be um, how many people like to do business, but that's how I like to do business. And that's how my clients like to be treated and do business with me. So always remember you are the professional stand in your power, but also be humble and be open to have that consultation, to have that open communication in business, to share why you do things. I know even for our clients are very smart. They are very knowledgeable. Most of them tell me, Celeste, can I bend on you? Cause I don't want them to take, I know they take money out when you use a credit card. Like they 
they know that. But I let them know, yeah, you know, utilize my business memo. You can tell me it's for your hair. Like, it's a business one. Like, I report everything. They're like, oh, okay, cool. And they leave me my tips and everything. They don't care. But it's that having that open communication. I'm not lying to them. I'm not hiding things from them. I'm being very open and transparent. And because of that, we're able to have a really good relationship. And they're able to get the results that they want out of their services. So I really hope this podcast episode was super helpful for you. If you're on Spotify watching this video, thank you so much. Um, for tuning in and I'll see you back here next time. Bye love.